Here we are, Salsa Central, Ricky Torres. Yes, sir. Ricky, thanks for uh, thanks for joining, sharing your story. Uh, I've been dancing with you for a few months now. Um, you just have a you know a great located studio here in South Beach, and not only that, you're one of the most consistent people around who loves salsa. So, uh, as with you know all my favorite people in South Beach, I always want to get to know their story. So. We don't really have time for a full half hour, 45 minute convo during class, so this is kind of exciting for me. Um, Ricky, where, uh, where are you from, Ricky? Where were you born? I was born in Colombia, Bogota, Colombia. Okay, nice. And uh, so in your, uh, in your childhood there, was salsa kind of a big part of your family life? And Salsa was part of the, the you know, as I, was, as I was growing up, it was just that um, I never thought it would get that serious. <laughs> It, w it was more like, uh, you know, you dance for fun, and I mean, not that, I'm, not that I don't have fun right now, but it was more like, you know, like a hobby type of thing. Uh, but yeah, definitely, you know, was dancing since I was a kid, had no knowledge of what I was doing, but I think uh, I really figured out when I was more like on my 18s, you know, 19, so more or less. You danced like... For romance kind of thing like to pick up or not pick up but just like to meet women right like, uh, like classic well, yeah, motivation actually actually the the first the first time that i actually kind of discovered that i had some type of talent on this was when i met my first wife um we were young you know we met like she was like eight uh, 17 i was like 19. uh we met in it everywhere that we went dancing i mean for some reason we would get compliments from everyone I yeah. mean, not knowing, I mean, this is before, like, it was just pure dancing from the heart. Um, and then, you know, one thing led to the other. She, she loved, she, of course, loved to dance too. Um, and then it was just so much like compliments. We go to house parties or private parties or we we'll go out, you know, and the people were always telling like, oh, you guys dance so good. And, until one day, you know, oh, so, you know, some time went by and then we already got married and had our first daughter. And then uh, we were out one night and then I asked her, I said, I wonder, you know, what is it that we do that people like so much? It was just too much. You know, it's okay to get a compliment, but it, so we decided to start taking classes. And then, you know, it just turned into like a whole different thing. And then, um, unfortunately, we, you know, we were only together taking classes for like two weeks because then we separated. But then ever since that moment, I stayed, you know, I stayed dancing and well, here I am 22 years later. Um, it's, you know, it was a great thing. Uh, you know, it was probably one of the best um, things that I did, you know, take that decision to start dancing. And like I said, you know, first it started as a hobby. Uh, we do it for fun and then you know times when time started to go by you know it was um i registered into this new studio and, and you know i had the opportunity to with the with the director he asked me you know if i if i was interested in ever teaching you know for me that was like out of the question you know it was like me teaching that's not ever like that would never cross my mind and so he said, no, you know, we put you on a, you know, you, you keep taking the classes, we put you on a, on a uh, instructor training, and then, you know, it's going to take you a few months, uh, and then, you know, so 
I, I was super excited and I said, yeah, sure. So I took it and then I, I was taking my regular classes, you know, and then plus I was doing a special training with, with all the instructors that, oh, you know, the ones that wanted to become instructors. And then from that point on, it was just, I mean, every, every chance that I had, you know, to learn and to take workshops and to um, travel. I didn't travel more like outside the country, but, you know, I did some traveling here, like national, you know, to take workshops and to learn and to, uh, you know, just to get a lot, the more knowledge that I could get from, from dancing. And, uh, you know, of course, back then and, you know, I'm talking about 22 years ago, it was um, only one style here in Miami, which is a Cuban style, Casino Rueda. So we used to ask the girls to dance, you want to dance? And it was just a yes. And there was no questions. I was like, now, oh, you dance on one or two. So it was more like, I, I don't want to say it was better. I mean, it was... Yeah, it's simpler. I mean... Yeah, it was more... Simple, yeah, simple. It would, you know, you would ask a girl to dance, and they would say yes. Um, but of course, you know, there has to be evolution. So that's how. A few years later, after dancing casino for many years, um, some of the the dancers from the from the uh, from California started to come to Miami, and then it was completely new, different style. Um, and then we started to learn, you know, we started the instructors from here, from Miami, we know, it for, because it was something new that we never seen before, at least I never seen before. Um, we didn't have internet, of course, back then, so it was, it wasn't like you could just go, like now people go and learn and watching videos on YouTube and stuff like that. After that, um, it was more like, um, uh, changing styles you know so we started to get we started to get the LA style came in um, I started getting into it like around 2002 and then about 2003 2004 that's when I started getting into the New Year style um, so it was like learning you know after dancing casino for many years then um, this new other styles and of course it wasn't only learning to dance but it was I was also learning to teach, you know, to teach them. So, you know, taking workshops, learning and learning more and more every time. And then, of course, you know, like any other job, you know, you get better as you get more experience, you know. Um, so yeah. it was that. Um, so I'm kind of interested in that kind of like that trigger point or that inflection point when you actually moved from Columbia, Bogota to Miami, like. What was that whole story? The, well, I, I I came here when I was a kid. I mean, I was I was only ten years old. So that was a you know before I really started dancing. You know, it was there was a you know I I, I was more into like you know coming from Colombia, ten years old. You know, it was like for me the music was you know I was listening more to like uh, Two Life Crew and I mean it was like local bands and. Um, it was I was I would only listen to Spanish music when I was to, in my house, like house parties and stuff like that. And of course, you know, we would dance when we have family parties, but I was not really focusing on that until I got into like my um, uh, 18, 19 years old. But uh, my teenager life was more like, you know, regular teenager, you know. Yeah. So when did you first move to Miami? Like, what was that official? 
uh, I moved to Miami back in 1985 1985 um, so it's been about 39 years more or less 39 years um, and yeah like like I moved to Miami not thinking that I was gonna end up doing this I mean it was just it was just one of those things that it was meant to be I believe because uh, I believe that if I would never had met my ex-wife I probably never um, maybe I would never knew yeah no it's a beautiful thing when you find that connection and then when you guys are able to express yourselves with dance like that's the kind of like deep learning that happens right when you exactly. can dance for hours with somebody you know kind of like they, yeah. she knows what you want to do and like it's exactly it's an amazing connection um, so that you're lucky that you yeah you had you found someone who loved to dance um, yeah really and I, correct and I was able to kind of like because before before I met her you know it was kind of like yeah, I like to dance, but I just was never able to show it as much as I did with her. And and kind of like getting compliments from people was kind of like made me realize, okay, you know, maybe maybe I should, you know, take this a little more serious. And I I, I didn't, you know, like I say, it, it didn't happen in too many years after when when I really got into the the teaching part and like you know learning more and more. You know, I realized that. You know, this was, uh, you know, this was a, a, you could turn this into a career, you know, and then eventually turn it into a business. So that's how, you know, that's how everything really went. It was, it was, I mean, it took a long time, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm talking about 22 years ago and, um, but it was definitely one of the best decisions that I, that I ever made. What was the first salsa class that you taught in Miami? The first salsa class we were teaching at this place called Starfish. Um, with the, I was working with the studio called Salsa Connection. Uh, the director was Omar Caraballo. Uh, I learned a lot from him. You know, he he was the one. You know, actually, they gave me you know the the opportunity to to teach at his studio. The, the classes back then were completely different. I mean, the classes were a hundred people per class. I mean, it was insane. Like it was so many, so many people in, per class. Um, the first, the first class, yeah, that was uh, the place was called Starfish. I was teaching a beginner one level, Casino Rueda. It was, um, it was very exciting. You know, of course, I had my director um, uh, next to me, pretty much. You know. Um, as I was teaching but then it went pretty well and then you know of course as I as I started getting more experience you know then it's kind of like they promote you in a way then you start teaching another level higher level higher level you know the goal is to I mean at least at that point I love to teach every everyone beginner I don't I don't mind teaching a beginner intermediate whatever level I have to but back then it was like you know your goal was to to get to teach the advanced people you know I don't know why but that was kind of like high work back then it's like getting paid to teach your friends because like they're like you know pretty good at salsa and you could even see yourself at a bar together so it's like or at a, at a, at a dance floor together but you yeah, get to yeah. get paid to teach them get, get a little better um, correct, correct. I could see that being fun um, so that was okay so there's 
there's like 20, 30 years where, like, how many different venues did you, did you, because it, it's probably pretty cyclical in Miami. It's like, yeah, oh. so, so I started my first, so after I left the studio where I started, I, I was with them for about three and a half years, four years, um, and then I went on my own. I had the opportunity to, you know, open my own studio, so I went to downtown Miami. One of the reasons that I, this, my studio is called Salsa Central is because when I first started, it was in Miami, in downtown Miami. So I kind of like, well, you know, the name Central, downtown. Yeah. So um, I was at that studio for about three years. But my goal was I was like, for some reason, because this is South Beach, but this is where I grew up. Uh -huh. So my thing was I was, you know, that I needed to come back to South Beach. You know, it was something that um, I wanted to do. But the studio that I left to open my own was here in South Beach. So I didn't want to have, I didn't want to compete with them. You know, I wasn't, it was just like, for me, it was better to open somewhere else. Uh, but after many years, um, their studio closed. You know, they closed their studio. So I, that's when I moved to Miami, to Miami Beach. So I started teaching at, at this place called uh, Tropical Cigars. It was on Lincoln Road. So we used to have classes there on Tuesdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays we used to teach of course Cuban style it was um, it was a uh, it was a small venue but we used to get a, a really nice crowd you know 30 40 people per class after uh, we were there for I would say six years six years more or less and then that place got sold and we moved to a place called Tapas y Tintos on Española Way. Now, Española Way, uh, Tapas y Tintos, I consider that that, that place was the one that really got my name out there. Because we used to do not only the classes, but the party right after. I mean, we used to get 100 people. Uh, maybe not for the class, but for the, for the class, you know, we used to get 40 people. But for the party, I mean, it was insane. Like this little tiny place, we gave, uh, we had live music, and then we were there. We did that party on a Tuesday night for about ten years. It was like the place to be on Tuesdays in in South Beach. It was, you know, it had a great location. But once again, you know, I always, I always, I, I was there on Tuesdays, and then I had, um, I was renting out other studios by the hour. You know, I was I was renting another studio in tw on 21st Street in Washington, so I was doing classes in different places. You know, uh, at, uh, per week I was also teaching at Fisher Island, um, Miami's Convention Center. I was teaching at uh, Tapas y Tintos, and then I, you know, my goal was how I started to see like that I, I needed to make that move to establish myself you know to have a location one location for all you know people come to me you know i'm not because the thing is that for this type of business or any type of business you know you have to be consistent and you want to be you, you want to get established you want to get established and then people will, will come to one location they don't have to wonder like wait today's monday he's over there he's here you know so they know that all they have to remember is the schedule but not the location so that made a that made a um, uh, 
a big change in you know when I when I was able to do that. So I I started here on 14. Then I moved to another studio after after I mean during Tapacitintos. At the same time, I was I had another studio here on 14 in Washington. We were there for a couple of years too. That studio closed down too. Um, and then then I moved here. I moved. So we're, but I don't know. We're here in a bank. Just like, have you seen uh, Money Heist or Casa de Papel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, but you know what? Believe it or not, I, I, you know, when I first, when I, because the same people that owned this building was the old studio where I was. So they were the one. I asked them. I wanted to rent another, a smaller location at that building, but they didn't have any. So they said, "Look, we have a we have another building down the block." When I came here, I was like, Man, "This is a bank! Like, who, <laughs> like I really didn't see it happening." I mean, I would really, um, I would stand outside and I would look, and I was like, "Man, this is kind of tough. Like, I don't, I don't really see it." But you know, nowadays, you have to find a way. You have to find a way to make it work. And I actually brought a few friends, like people that had nothing to do with. They, they didn't even know about salsa. I just brought friends of mine. I said, look, I'm planning to do this. What do you think about this building? And every I brought about four friends of mine. And they would say, they, they all said, this is great. Like, they, so I, I, they, I said, look, if you ever need, needed to go to a, take a dance class and you find this, they would be like, it would be the best. Like a parking lot. You have like a big parking lot, two big parking lots right there. Yeah, and, and not only that, but the building, you know, the building itself, it gives you... You know, even though it's a bank, but it's not. I mean, the bank is just downstairs. Right, we're upstairs of a bank, basically. Correct. So, so they, you know, when when they all said the same thing, you know, I was like, mm, maybe I should take this into consideration, and I did it. I, you know, I signed the lease for for um, for a few years, and then, I mean, after that, you know, it was it was history you know how long you been here i've been here five years five years five okay. years yeah and i'm still amazed so you have a 5.0 rating on google google reviews and yelp that's pretty yeah. hard to get ricky like yeah i mean you know i always one thing that i told myself was because it was never you know like the studio right now you know i, I have been doing this for a long time so i have a i have a clientele you know like friends people that have taken classes with me you know they send their friends so um it goes on like a word of mouth um so i always told myself that i'm going to be the best i could be and and i don't care what it takes but i'm going to just you know try to make the business work and try to be on top of my competition like you know try to be even if we're not the best but we're going to try to be the best so i it wasn't it wasn't always good you know i struggled you know there was there was times that you know i was close to like quit you know sometimes you must some nights you must just not feel like doing it you know not at all but you're you're no, so I, consistent i don't no, know if i've I, seen you miss a night like but i but I, I i you know this is what i love to do i mean really i honestly don't feel like i work i mean for me this is like coming to work for me is like a pleasure um but it was you know it was never the you know that i have you know 30 privates a week and you know my group classes were full you know it wasn't always like that you know there was times that you know i had one student and you know times were times were tough so because of those times is that now i'm able to be on top of my business you know like 
the studio opens at noon and we we're there for our clients you know the one is scheduled class of 12 you know we're there you have people who dance uh, around like lunchtime noon like, oh yeah like privates or what? private yeah yeah private classes okay. uh, mostly private classes but we you know we have the space you know we're paying we're paying rent you know every month so my you know my was what use the space you got to you know? print the bills right you're in the yeah. bank you know <laughs> so so we so we want to make sure we wanted to make sure that we are able to provide for because most studios open in the evening i told myself you know what i'm going to have the student i'm going to open at noon for those people that cannot make the classes at night they're going to come in and you know one of the other good decisions that i took and during doing it doing doing it like that you know i that gave me the opportunity to be you know the first um the first on on when people call because of the schedule you know that's one of the things and being available you know i still get phone calls from people um you know i always like to ask them like you know how they even though i kind of know because we you know we promote on google and job and but mostly google you know we use google the most and people you know i always like to ask people oh how do you find out about us and you know what made you decide come to us and not or somewhere else they say no because we call like five different places and you were the only one that answered yeah and i'm like oh and i'm like really like that's how it is i yeah. i didn't know so because of that you know we try to we try to you know like i mentioned before we try to be the best you know be, try to be the best and offer the best ser service possible this includes like um you know having a having a, a more uh, open schedule like more ability ability for people you know for for those people that cannot take classes at night you know they have the option of doing classes during you know afternoon um the other thing is that um it also gives us the opportunity you know to fill up our, our day you know our work day you know it's not only going to be all two hours in the evening you know we want to we want to be able to work at least six hours mm. or more you know but six hours is good like when you dance for six hours straight you know it's uh it's good enough of no, course yeah you must sleep great i that's my favorite thing about dancing uh with your, in your group is i always get my best sleep of the week is right after oh, dancing. You come in when you I, I come off i walk off dinner dance so i just get the best sleep ever like cool, it's just cool, like cool. Okay. I know you said your tagline is uh, "Suen uh, todo sueño mejor." Todo suena mejor con salsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For, for for a minute, I'm still learning Spanish. I thought I thought it was like sueños, like like dreams. Oh, like better, better sleep when you dance salsa. Oh no no. <laughs> yeah. I think that's true. Yeah yeah. Todo yeah. suena mejor con salsa. Yeah, that means like uh, everything. That, yeah, everything everything sounds better with salsa. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if everyone knows. So there's uh, basically every weeknight there's a different level of uh, bachata at 8 p.m. Salsa at 9 p.m. Correct. Um, so what's actually, what, I was kind of curious, what's your preference? Like, what's your favorite style um, to dance? Uh, Bachata or salsa? Which one? I, I like both. I like both. Rob, you have, I, say you had to pick one. I mean, your name's after salsa, but. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, this question, if it would have been 10 years ago, I would say salsa. But nowadays, bachata is pretty much at the same level. Yeah. my heart I mean it's uh, it's one of those things that um, bachata got really popular 
um, in the salsa community. I mean, you know, like back then when I first started, bachata was actually where people, you know, we, when they would play bachata in the club, that's the time to go to the bathroom or we would go have a <laughs> beer. Yeah, we wouldn't dance bachata. Like, and I'm telling the truth. Now, bachata started to get very popular in the salsa scene. I would say it about uh, 15 years ago. Where did it start? Was it New York? Or was it uh, New York? I'm not 100% sure, but I all I know is that the uh, every Congress, um, that every salsa Congress will have a bachata room. And and the rooms were st started small. You know, they started like, you know, they, they would put a, you know, the salsa room was huge, but then the bachata room, they would do like a smaller room. But then they realized that the room was packed so now every salsa congress they have a salsa room and sometimes this, i've been to con i've been to i've been to a salsa congress and the bachata room is i mean it's like double the people because <laughs> it's so popular now is there a bachata congress and now they have they, now they have a bachata congress with a salsa room so that's <laughs> you know so so the bachata got so popular that um even 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 like parties, every every social that they do, you know, they play salsa and bachata, salsa and bachata, salsa and bachata. So I really love both. Um, I mean, if if I would have to choose, I definitely would choose salsa. Um, like if I would have to stop, let, let me put it this way: like if I would have to stop to teach one of them, yeah, it would be bachata. I would stay with the salsa. Oh, yeah, you're named salsa central. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> no, no, but, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I love both. I mean, yeah. I, I, I enjoy. What is this mer merengue? Because I, I love Elvis Crispo. Uh, like when, how, where does one learn merengue these days? Or even, merengue, like, I never even you, see. I'm not you know sure what, what that to is. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, we have we have merengue in in our in our studio. Like we have it on on our website that we teach merengue. I'm gonna be honest with you. We only had one client, <laughs> only one client that requested merengue. Like in a private, a like, private class, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we don't have, we don't have group classes for merengue. Um, and the reason he took the merengue class was because he he was having a lot of hard time learning the salsa. It was very difficult for him, so he thought that merengue was going to be a lot easier for him, which it was. You know, he learned. Um, I don't know in the salsa community honestly merengue is not that popular right. at least from what i, I can't even i don't even really know what it looks like to be honest yeah i mean it's a, it's a it's a it's a fun dance i mean in back in the days back in the days you know it was uh it was um you know like a, every the thing is that now nowadays things have changed compared to back then when i started the clubs the everything uh even the styles you know like Back then, it was just to ask a girl to dance. Um, nowadays, you ask a girl to dance, and there is the on one, on two, casino. So the girls yeah. will tell you, oh, I only dance on one. I only dance on two. So, so what is your salsa style that you teach here? LA style, on one. Salsa on one, LA style. Yeah. We, yeah. Do, we, do, we do casino, and we do New Year style, too, but private. Okay. But our, our group classes, we do only LA style. Okay, so that's what I've been learning. Yeah. Uh, so I also saw on the website uh, something about you in like TV commercials and Hollywood films. Yes. So I had the opportunity to be um, at uh, Miami Vice. I I was hired as a dancer and for one of the clubs. the The club was apparently in Colombia. Uh, the scene the scene was apparently to be in Colombia, 
and it was a great experience i mean that was my first time being um not not being in front of a camera but being in a movie i mean my first and only time actually and i mean working with uh, uh other other dancers here from miami and you know working with the, with the hollywood uh, uh, actors it was it was definitely a great great experience not only for the dancing part but just to see the film like how they actually do the films I yeah. mean, it is insane like, how many hours were you like on set with them i was there 28 hours two day 14 two days for 14 hours and if you look at the movie if you watch the movie you see me i mean if you watch the movie and i don't tell you where i am you won't see me because i'd be like yeah. there there you know it's like it's so quick i mean i was there for about a second and you know there's 28 hours turning to like and the rehearsals part like the the, the 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 when they do the the filming part i mean we did the same scene like for at least 120 times i mean it was like cut again and i i i was i was i did i, I was there as a dancer somehow i got picked to do to walk from from my table to the bar and I did the walk back and forth, back and forth, like, I mean, at least a hundred times. <laughs> I mean, at least a hundred times. It was, but it definitely was a, was a good, uh. good um, experience. The, the TV commercials we did, we did TV commercials with um, the studio that I was, that I started. We did some, a uh, few things for Channel 69, uh, WAMI, I think it was called, something like that. But I know it was a Channel 69. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, the channel for salsa. <laughs> the I also did um, a few things with uh, uh, channel the uh, Spanish Latin Univision. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Telemundo, Telemundo. We did something there for uh, Despierta America. We did something there for Despierta America. It was like a wedding rehearsal type of thing. Um, I did a dancing on stage with with the you know the girl who was supposed to be um getting married what else um yeah but definitely the hollywood movie was the the, the thing i mean it was it was no, that's uh, like a life experience yeah that, definitely. you know it's like worth putting in your bio yeah yeah and no, like sure. explaining the story that's cool um so yeah so you you've got the studio here obviously i like i like to play this like game of in a perfect world you know how can we get more people dancing salsa like look like a year or two ahead now with me like um would you ever want to get a maybe a bigger space that would have some socials afterwards or are you just kind of uh, like focused on what you're doing you know what i mean i i did i did socials for a long time and not in a not in a studio but in bars you know i i did that for a long time I did that for like twelve years. It was con it, it, it was a uh, party every week. Party every week. There was a time that I had two parties going on at the same the same week, like on Tuesdays and then on Fridays. The Friday one only lasted like four years, but the Tuesday one lasted like for ten years. I really got to the point that it was um, it was a little too much yeah. already. So I knew what I wanted to do was to teach classes and to get people to dance 
Um, I still love to go out, though. I mean, I yeah, you're out. you're great at at promoting camaraderie among the the salsa central regulars. You mm -hmm. know, like we have a WhatsApp group. And, you know, when you join the class, you get in the WhatsApp group and you're always posting about different outings, different nights out, different yeah, yeah. events going on. So like, there's plenty of opportunity there. I do have one suggestion for you though. So, all right, within class, your typical class is a warm up, right? We, you know, warm up the footwork, then you know, turn the music off, really focus in on the new moves that we're learning, right? Maybe do like a first half, a second half, mm -hmm. put them together at the end. Now, I I have a kind of like a suggestion is like towards the last 20 minutes or so. Once we kind of know the move already, uh, yes, our form could always be better. But when, we, when the music gets going, you play some really great music in your classes. I think it would be fun if uh, we tried to challenge ourselves to like improv a little bit at the end of the move. You know what I mean? So say like we do the move, we do the sequence, then it's like done. But would it be cool if it was like no, like just Im improv. You do s express yourself for like the next like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you can like we can laugh and teach on that because for me like the, the thing about those classes that have the class and then the social is like okay you learn a move and then you get to at least like dance a few times and practice being like creative right of course and so what's kind of missing from your class unfortunately is just like there's no creative aspect currently so I'm, I'm challenging you to be like you know what the last 10 minutes when we're like oh like we're so done time practicing this like Let's yeah, be yeah. like, yo, you, we have all these partners here. Let's let them, let's let people fail, look stupid, and like start learning and dancing like a little more creatively. What, yeah, do, you think, yeah. what do you think about that? No, I think, I mean, I, th I thought about doing it the, 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 maybe a little different. Maybe I thought um, doing more like, like using the last 10 minutes to social dance. You know, to like just play music and just let the people dance. Practicing their move that they did, but then doing um other things you know like whatever they really want to do so it's kind of like what you suggesting um but more like i would say more freedom like just give those the last 10 minutes uh but not turn it back into the class you know what i mean so like, let's say at at 9 50 just play music yeah for those 10 for those i 10 would minutes. love that i would love that cause... you know we did it we did it uh we did it a few times like i've done it a few times um and then i even do i even have the people do like a rotation you know i let them dance for like a minute and then i say rotate and i play three or four songs in a row but definitely you know it's something to, to i would like that's, yeah i would love it we brought that back just because like Occasionally, especially the people who are here for two hours. I only I usually come for the salsa, but you're here dancing two hours. The last ten minutes, you're like, okay, we already practiced these moves. So we're like so ready to leave. But then it'd be fun. If it was like no, like just like now it's time to create. Now it's time to express yourself yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. like practice. Because to be honest, Ricky, like you know, until I find maybe that significant other who loves to dance, like your first, like your first wife, that was you know that's a connection where you, it grows. Until I find that. When I go out dancing, I'm really more just like having fun, like looking around, talking to people. I'm a social guy, so I talk a lot. So like, I, I typically only dance like maybe like a handful of times anyway. Yeah, I'm at yeah. a party, right? I just yeah. like, oh, let me try a few moves here. Yeah, yeah. So I could get that whole social experience at your studio here if we just turned the last 10 minutes into like a fun, like like be creative kind of time. So I would really love that. Um, and then we'll, we'll, obviously I'm here every week, so we'll, we'll have a chance to do that. I mean, that's, it's great when you can combine like learning something, but then also a little bit of self-expression, like sure, a little bit, you know? Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, no, no, I, I hear you. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. And like I said, you know, we've done it before. Uh, 
we don't do it like right before right before let's say the the class what we do is we finish the class at 10 and then just play music for like another 20 minutes you know right. just let people dance practice whatever they learn and then um you know have them then do like their own thing or right. maybe it turns out they learn in a week before or they learn somewhere else in another studio or something right. so that was definitely that yeah well, I mean, I got a, I got a bedtime, man. I got to go. I, <laughs> I think you could, uh, people would be thankful if the last 10, 15 was like, you, I mean, it's still part of class because you're watching, right? And you're like yeah. giving tips. Um, so yeah, I mean, so there's, so there's, you know, you're, I, I totally get what you're, what you're basically your, uh, your company's all about. Now I, I'm curious, like, what are uh, some of your favorite uh, venues in Miami to like social dance? Like, uh, I know that's always changing, right? Things are sh- shutting down, opening up. Obviously, there's yeah. Cubayocho, you know. There's yeah, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, right now the ones the ones that are good. I mean, the ones that I go to every week, or at least I try to go, are the Boteco on on Sundays. It's really North good. Miami Beach, Seventy Ninth Street. Okay, that's a really good one. Uh, Club Tropical in, in Hallandale that on Fridays that's a that's a good one. Uh, Wednesdays I go to Cuba Ocho. That is also a good one. Uh, they're having another place on Tuesdays. I haven't been there because it's all the way in Hollywood and sometimes it's on Tuesdays. Um, my friend, two of my friends um, from you know the dancing scene, they they're the, they're the promoters. I just haven't been able to go lately because of uh, you know I get out of here at 10 and by the time I get drive there plus they're not staying open into two like before now I think they close like at 12 30 or one something like that you know because of the, the whole pandemic thing um, but definitely those 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 are the places uh, and then uh, DJ Mike Calderon throws some uh, pool parties coming up I think some like outdoors yeah, stuff. I right? haven't been to those. I really haven't been to those parties. Um, I I actually like the night parties better. Yeah. 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 What yeah. what time what time what time? Uh, I'm kind of curious about your sleep schedule. What's like your like uh, what time do you wake up usually? Well, I have a little girl. I have a little girl, so I'm the one that brings her to school. So I have to. Bring ah. her, I have to, <laughs> I have to wake up early, but once I bring her to school, I go back to sleep. <laughs> I go back to sleep for a little bit more, maybe like an extra hour and a half two hours okay. yeah and uh when you're at home or, or in the car like who's one of your favorite salsa artists uh, one of my favorites is definitely i have a few uh frankie ruiz eddie santiago victor manuel of course la fania is uh i mean there is plenty but you i was probably i'm a f- big fan of frankie ruiz and eddie santiago okay like i have um, I mean, I've been listening to those even before I started dancing. <laughs> you know, I have like all their. Music. And they're Colombian or where? No, they from? they're Puerto Rican. Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. Yeah. Okay. One yeah. is uh, Frankie Ruiz. Frankie Ruiz was one of my, you know, top favorite salseros. And uh, Eddie Santiago was, uh, I mean, he was the king of the salsa romantica, which he was like, I mean, back in the eighties. I mean, everything that that he came out with was a hit you know it was it was it was really good okay uh, uh, Fra- uh, Frankie Ruiz was a little later but a few years but then also you know his salsa was more like ero- erotic salsa yeah I mean the meaning of whatever he said was yeah know, it, had, it had a it had a different meaning but definitely great to dance um really good rhythm 
they both were amazing, but they're just different different styles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so actually, I was kind of curious. What is the best meal to eat before dancing salsa? Or like, I'm curious about some of your habits or like your food or like people who are gonna like have a meal and then dance. Is like I like I used to have pasta, like a little seafood pasta, and it was like I got I got in the mood to dance off off pasta. Uh, I don't know. Do you have like a favorite food or something that you eat like, to dance uh, a lot? Not really. You know, I, I pretty much I, I eat anything. I mean, I don't really have anything specific that I will eat before dancing. Um, but if I know I'm dancing for a lot of hours, I would definitely eat a nice meal. Like you know, I have to have rice and beans and steak. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be you know every time. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely that that would be mm, my favorite. Not not right before going out dancing, but especially if I'm going to drink. Right, a few hours before. Yeah. Uh, all right. I I ask this question almost to everybody. What is something that people don't know about you, Ricky? Oh, there is a lot of things people don't know about. <laughs> I know. Pick one that comes to your head first. People, uh, there is a lot of people <laughs> that don't really know my character, and they um, they assume that I'm one way, but I'm completely the opposite of that. Uh, I'm a very quiet guy, um, shy. I mean, who you know, who would think that you know what I do? Probably people think that I'm really outgoing, but no, I'm a pretty quiet guy, you know. Uh, I like to hang out. I like to be on my own. Yeah, you're introverted. Yeah. yeah. For a salsa teacher, it's pretty. I guess yeah, to be an introvert and then to be out teaching salsa. It's like yeah, yeah. Kind of interesting, yeah. Uh, so when it comes to Miami, so this podcast we highlight local stories. This is was amazing because there's so many people who take your classes and you know don't know your background, don't know your story, and so this is a way you know, they, they can hear about it and appreciate your class more. I'm going to appreciate your class more after listening to your story. Who's someone else in uh, Miami that you think would be fun to interview or a good a, a story that you'd love to know more about? Someone else in Miami who would be good to interview? Uh, you, but you mean like the dancer? Same, or no, yeah, anybody. Yeah. anybody like anyone in Miami that you, that you think would be a cool uh, cool to know their story a bit more? Anyone you, like, you respect, like a character that I could interview next? Oh, hmm. Let's see. Let me think a little bit. Um, this keeps happening, guys. I, I'm going to actually start asking this question offline and, like, being more serious about it. Because <laughs> I always ask this, and people are just like, ah, there's so many yeah, people. Yeah, and well, I'll always, I could always wait, like, the 20 seconds that it takes, but I always, like, I'm just like, after second five, I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. I mean, because you kind of want to... <laughs> make the right choice you know um wow i, I really don't know all right this happened to i ever done this yeah. but hey you did tell me about uh you were one of the first people who like invited our group to go uh it was over at pateco on espino way it seemed dj mike calderon yeah who was also on the podcast uh god bless you mike and uh so yeah i mean you already kind of referred mike to me in, in the past, so that'll count. Um, so yeah, you know, when it comes to the the salsa central here, so I was kind of curious. Like obviously, like 
Um, we'd love to see more people dancing salsa. Um, you know, we all wear our masks, um, you know, wash our hands after, and, and it's like a, it's a great way to walk off a meal and, and sleep great. Um, do you have any like specials going on for, especially like women maybe? Because obviously, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that's like, it's always great to have a balanced crowd. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, we do have, we do have uh, specials going on all the time. Uh, we have specials for like first timers, you know, we have a tryout class. Usually classes are for, cost $15. We have a tryout class. People could try out the class, and if they like it, you know, they could, you know, eventually buy a package. They they could buy the class for nine seventy five directly from our website, or they could buy uh, different packages that we have we have available there, um, right right from the website. All they have to do is just follow the direction and use their credit card. Um, we have a package for for group. Uh, we have to offer twenty classes for one hundred and fifty dollars. This pretty much is like one of the best deals because they could take ten bachata classes, ten salsa classes, and each class comes out to like seven fifty. Right, that's your standard card. Well, so that's what I have. Right, is your card yeah. where it's either the twenty for one fifty, or it's basically you know it breaks down to about like ten or fifteen dollars per night that you come out here. Right, pretty, pretty yeah. more or less, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So like you know, it, it doesn't have to break the bank. It, it basically. If you want to be a once a week person, I, I like to be a once a week person for a lot of things. It, it basically comes out to like 40, 45 bucks a month or something just to come by here every week and, and expand yourself in a way. And, and so it's like kind of like a gym membership a little bit kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you come, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I, I'm very thankful that you're here because if you were not here, I don't know what I would do like to dance. Mm -hmm. Like I'd have to, you know, go pretty far or, or um, you're so conveniently located and obviously there's a lot of people. Uh, who live from walking distance from you, and then you have a great parking lot there. Um, so I, I guess, besides, okay, so do you um, do you think dancing might ever undergo like a renaissance or like more interest into learning bachata salsa? Like, what do you think might get America dancing more? What would take? It would just take um, people, you know dedication from people like I guess uh, promoting it more and people being a little bit more especially like dance instructors being a little bit more um, how will I put this um, you know trying to put it more out there you know try to try to uh, how, do you, how do you say this um, just promoting better I think some of these influencers if they realized, yeah, that's what I, I think if saying. they realized, or the, there's this big health, wellness kind of push, right? I mean, everywhere we're being more conscious about what we eat, being more conscious about everything, and I think, you know, there's something to be said about you know dancing as part of like an active, healthy lifestyle, mm -hmm. right? And even as part of like a healthy relationship is dancing. Yeah. So I think it could take a couple like, you know, celebrity, uh, celebrity couples or something like coming over here and like. You know, get J Lo and A Rod in here dancing. You know, and oh, maybe wow. more of Miami okay. would start okay. dancing. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. well, I'll, well, I'll send this over to J Lo. Let's see what she thinks. We'll we'll have her come over for a, a free class, try a tryout class. But uh, no, I mean, I think that's what it would take. It's <laughs> some of these uh, Instagram influencers, like just like we had a few. We had a few uh, dancing with the stars here, training in our oh, studio. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
to be honest with you, I didn't know who they were until my students came in and I opened the door and they were there. They're like, oh, look who's here. And I was like, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'll be honest with you. Were um, they good? I didn't even see their routine. He, he was one of the football players from the Miami Dolphins, but I can't remember who it was, to be honest with you. Okay. I should know who they were. They were like, my students were like, you don't get their autograph? And I was like... No, I mean, you don't even know who they are. They're not going to just like... <laughs> yeah, like, I knew they were famous. I just didn't know they were that famous. <laughs> right. Um, well, there's there's layers, but, yeah, I think that's what it would take, but I think, you know, that's, that's why, um, you know, hopefully... Someday people will look back and, 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 you know, at least come and try out your class, right? It's what, first class is free or not? How does it work? Is that what uh, you no, just said? No, the first class is a tryout class. Tryout uh, class. So yeah. anyone can come by and try it out. Try it out? I mean, it and then costs 10 bucks. If they like it, they buy, uh, they could a, buy a package. They, they buy the package. They could buy a package. Or they, I mean, they could still buy individual classes. You know, if they want to go, you know, they will have to pay $15 every time. But usually most people, uh, most, most people that try out our classes, they buy the package. Yeah. I mean, most people, like, uh, there is a really good rate, uh, I mean, I would say like a 90% of the people that take our class. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, I, I mean, I did, I did it the first time as well, it's like, you, you know you're investing in yourself, and then you know your money's not going to waste, and you're supporting a, um, you know, a local business, so, awesome, alright, Ricky, thanks for, thanks for sharing your story, and, um, you know, we keep dancing together, and growing this community that we have here, and, I think it's only going to get more fun. Um, you know, maybe we might have to move to a bigger bank someday, but I think <laughs> I think there's plenty of space here. And uh, um, no, I'm excited to keep learning and, and progressing up through the levels. It's always great when uh, you know a trainer has levels for people to progress. That's good. Cool, it's course, great. Um, so I'm excited to keep dancing with you and hopefully get more Miami, uh, more Miami dance and salsa. Of course. Let's Thank you so now. much for having me, man. It was a pleasure. Thank you so yeah. much. Awesome.